Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 334 on Tuesday, the 11th of February, 2014. So nice to see you. Uh, tonight, I've given Hillary the night off so that she can go to Cuba and work on her tan. Me, on the other hand, I'm perfectly satisfied to sit under these studio lights and work on mine. All right, coming up in the newsroom tonight, how does a vacuum company become a pioneer in domestic robot development? That's the question, and we just might have the answer. To celebrate Olympic fever, Sony is going downhill faster than a bobsled. But they hope to do an about-face by laying off their employees and ending their computer manufacturing. Not so sure that's the way to do it. North Korea's operating system looks pretty familiar. The EU says, how dare Google promote its own products to its own customers in its own search engine? How dare they? Seriously, Google, what is this, business? And Canadians are number one in the Olympics, but not necessarily for the reasons that you may suspect. I'll give you a hint. It has something to do with beer. All right, tonight, I've got your viewer questions, uh, but before we get into viewer questions tonight, we're going to be hearing from Sasha Dermatis. She is first going to be taking us on a tour of the Category 5 studio so that you can see what ta- uh, basically what this place looks like to us here in the studio, the on-air crew, how it's all connected. So much time, so little to do. Wait a minute, strike that, reverse it, thank you. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be an awesome show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Kid. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. This is Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 334. So great to have you here. Hey, just want to mention right off the top of the show, Category 5 is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here, cat5.tv slash tpn to look us up. And also, the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. You will find them at cat5.tv slash iaib. Uh, There is some new gear in the Category 5 Technology TV online merch shop. Make sure you check it out. It's shop.category5.tv. We've got some posters in there. Exciting stuff. And, of course, if you've received your sticker, your vinyl sticker, if you've received your 8x10 photo or your personally autographed business cards or whatever swag you happen to have obtained either through our Indiegogo campaign or directly from the merch store, please go to shop.category5.tv. TV and post your review. That would mean a lot, and it helps other people to see uh, what other uh, viewers think of the products once you've got it. So shop.category5.tv. Don't forget that for, uh, I think it's the next 
two or three weeks, um, the uh, grand opening special is still available to you. You get 10% off your entire cart. All you have to do is get over to shop.category5.tv, use the coupon code GRANDOPENING, all lowercase, all one word, and uh, grand opening is going to give you 10% off of your cart. Cool stuff. Hey, it's nice to see a chat room. I see uh, Dave Maydew. Uh, there. Nice to see you. Uh, Alket, Bob K, 54, uh, J Blake, 58, Napa Polar Bear, Nua, 2.0, uh, RD Blair, Shine Shadow, Swiss Andy, nice to see you, TikTok. Uh, also, of course, Jot, JP, good to see you again. Somehow you make one mention of beer off the top of the show and the chat room just turns to, to beer. How intriguing. There's got to be some kind of psychological thing there. Well, hey, um, also, I want to remind you about our mobile website. Uh, It's m.cat5.tv. If you're using an iOS device and you add it to your uh, your, your dashboard or whatever you call it, your home screen, that's it. It will actually work just like an app. How do you like that? There's last week's show. Let's see here. Whole bunch of neat stuff. We'll maybe take a look at that a little bit later, but cool stuff. That's m.cat5.tv. Make sure you scan the QR code. That'll get you there. Or, of course, just visit that website in Safari on... Whoa, it's right in the middle of my face. Safari on your iOS device or whatever browser you use on your Android device. It will get you there. All right, well, I've got your viewer questions coming up, but first, uh, here's Sasha Dermatis, and make sure you get into the chat room, Category 5 on Freenode, or just go to our website, www.category5.tv, and uh, click on Interact, and you'll see our chat room there. We'd love to chat with you live on the show. So here's Sasha. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the... uh to the studio tour. I'm Sasha Dermatis. I'm going to be walking you through. So, here we have some pictures on the wall. Here's a... Can you get... Can you... Let's come on up here. We have a picture of the whole cast and crew here, signed and autographed. And some other random pictures. This is the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. Right here. Random pictures from the show. Random pictures from the show. Hey, I'm here, folks. And then there is Robbie. He's going to be guiding us along. Very first thing we must look at is down and on our right, we have Robbie's extensive Star Trek book collection. Oh, she did. She went there. Yep. Yep. There's a running theme. I didn't even realize that there were 90,000 books written about Star Trek. They're actually in order. In order. They're in order. (laughs) They're on my bookshelf in order. <laughs> that How is incredibly so OCD. Compulsive is Amazing. That, yeah. And right at the top of the bookshelf, here is Spock, who used to be on the show. However, the cameras used to focus on him more than us. <laughs> Get a lot of focus. <laughs> <laughs> we would be blurred out. I'd like to draw your attention to also this picture here of hey. Mr. Robbie Play Ferguson. Nice <laughs> These are the most embarrassing pictures we have of everyone. Except me. No embarrassing pictures of Sasha Dermatis. We're working on it it currently. There we go. There's a little Erica. Lovely. There we go. Some Krista. Not that bad until you get close. (laughs) Excellent. So we have some very amazing high quality business cards here. 
really great. They'll go through the wash and the dry cycle in one piece. How do we know that? <laughs> we know that because we are not pocket checkers here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you look up in the corner, you can see the backstage pass camera, which is crazy if you're watching backstage pass today because you're looking at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this door, which will remain closed, is the door to the servers and all of the clutter from the studio clean that happened today. <laughs> we also have um, some of our studio lighting as we're walking down through. This light is 5,500 K, which is Kelvin with a K, um, which mimics um, sunlight, direct sunlight, exact sunlight. Anyway, it's supposed to make us look natural and beautiful. And there's five switches to bring up to its full bright glory. Should I leave these on, Robbie? Yeah, let's leave them All on. All right. We're going to be around the other side in a moment. Okay, so as we come on through, so I've taken about seven steps now. Come to this shelf here, which has some of our eco-alkaline batteries, which you've seen on the show. Some more of our business cards. Um, Let's see your business card. Oh, my business card. Here we go. There you go. What's so special about these cards? They're they're pretty fantastic. They're available in our shop. That's right. (laughs) Shop.category5.tv. Excellent. Yes. Um, I feel like there's nothing Star Trek happening on this bookshelf, which is odd. However, there's some kids' toys Yeah, the kids have kind of taken over this end of the studio. Yeah, so all of this side of the studio here, which you might have remembered from the Christmas special, um, it used to be a drum set here, and now it's some Scooby-Doo chairs (laughs) and an electric sweeper, which doesn't look like a broom, but evidently did all of the work today. (laughs) Love that thing. Um, here is a family portrait of Star Trek. That's my family right there. This is nice, yeah. And, um, oh, what's this? A coaster. Live long and prosper. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Not all of the musical instruments have been moved, however, so Robbie can jam yeah, it. Yeah, the electric drum kit could go out into the, into the cold of the garage. Whereas? Uh, we haven't renovated yet, but the guitars can't really do that. What is this? That is a mountain dulcimer. See if you can play us a song. Okay. It's tuned. You're holding it with the upside down, but that's okay. It's supposed to be this way? Yeah, on your lap. On my lap? Yeah. You're going to have to have a seat and play us a tune. Oh, it's badly out of tune. Uh, Oh, good, good, good. I feel like we're now going to have everybody saying, I can give Sasha lessons. Yeah. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) So... There's the dulcimer, which uh, I've never in my life seen before. Ukulele. Now played it. Now I played it. Now we have over here, this is the camera. This is the camera one. Camera computer. It's the computer that powers all it the powers cameras, wire casts everything. All of these wires come out of here are important not to be removed. This is the demo computer. So every time... There is a screenshot. It's from this computer here. If you're sitting on that couch I was just on playing the dulcimer, you can watch the show right here on this screen if you don't want to look right past it at the studio itself. (laughs) I guess where the advantage in that when you're sitting out here, and it happens, we do have in-studio guests quite frequently, um, is that you can't normally, you wouldn't be able to see the stuff that we're doing on screen. That's true. So if we're doing demonstrations on that black computer there, the uh, the, mm-hmm. the demo computer, 
you'll see it actually up on the screen just like you were watching the show at home sometimes i wish that i could watch that screen instead of yeah now these lights which you saw me turn on earlier they're actually velcro so i'll open this here oh that's a lot of brightness this is what we're staring into into the sun closing yeah it is just like sunlight yes promise you that 5500 okay that's right this is our postcard wall so we have some super fabulous postcards from the years here's one from san diego it is sent by eight miles from tj which is awesome we have a bulgarian doll and bulgarian postcard here's one from australia oh that would be great australia there's summer right now oh i love it yeah uh cuba all, always summer <laughs> here is a um halliburton county echo article about um well about category five and in particular mr ravi ferguson this is everybody here this is from our fifth anniversary show so that is a recent article from last year this here is from a member of parliament um i guess awarding us or rewarding us acknowledging our fifth year anniversary uh let's see what else we have oh here's another from down under good day from down under another australian nice and now i feel like i should go to australia (laughs) it's a sign (laughs) halliburton postcard from Halliburton. So some really great postcards here. Kind of from all over the world, eh? And we yeah. certainly we have viewers from all over the world, but awesome to receive postcards from Finland. practically everywhere. Finland, Iceland, oh, Rochester, New York. I love it. West Virginia, which I went mountain biking in, and it's mountainous. Okay. <laughs> all right. Back. So back here... All right. I'm just showing so that they can see how this monitor works. Oh. So wave at the camera. There's her arm anyway. Oh. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right. So here is what appears to be a brick wall to everyone. But let me just get on in here. Here, I'll help with our cables here because we're kind of getting tied up. There we we're go. not often very mobile, so we're... Yeah. T- all right, so this is, this is our brick wall. Look this is our brick wall. Real brick? I don't no, think so. just a piece of fabric. It's the magic of television. T- yes, and this sign here is held on with magnets. So, if you see, I can just slide it up and slide it on back down, which I never do straight. <laughs> is that good, Robbie? <laughs> great, Perfect. awesome, excellent. And now you may <laughs> now. <laughs> you may recognize this, which is right behind us um, weekly with some more Star Trek. I don't know who these people are. And it does not say. <laughs> so Star Trek green shirt, Star Trek maroon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is the USS Alliance. Reliant. Reliant. Get it right, girl. Reliance. Yes. Not Alliance. It's a die cast. Robbie just told me. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a bit of a Trekkie. Oh, yeah. Pizza cutter. That's a which gift from Krista right there. Is a little bit too fabulous, and now I feel like I have to outdo her somehow. Yeah. More Star Trek stuff. Bring it on. Bring it on. We have some other gadgets. This is a little 
bot guy that uh, turns your camera into a self-portrait taker for selfies. Roku 2, which we've demoed. And yeah, just incredible, full of neat, cool things. Robbie's RC helicopter. And if you come on around here, you can see right on around. This is how it looks for us. This is what we see when you see see. us. So that camera back in there is what we're looking at. That's the consumer camera that we often talk about, just to say that wouldn't it be nice to get a uh, professional camera? (laughs) It does the job, but it does the trick. Just a consumer camera. Except it can't tell the difference between my face and Spock's. (laughs) So it almost does the trick. Here are our coasters for sipping. This is the one that Robbie chose. This is my computer here, or the co-host computer, which today is mine. So every time you see us logging in and reading your viewer questions, it is from this email here. Can't really see it because of the white balance or Uh the uh, exposure here, but oh yeah, it's Thunderbird up and running. And so these are the studio notes. Lots of times in the news for the Category 5.TV newsroom. I am Sasha Dermatis. The news is my very favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Those are from uh, episode 333. What, what makes that your favorite? Because <laughs> it's completely already scripted. And because <laughs> it's always entertaining. Like the smart wig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I'm going to buy. This is the carts. It plays the carts. It's the something cart. <laughs> Incidentally, it's actually a borrowed system right now because remember our tablet just failed Fried. on us. So, um, so we're actually borrowing this from my lovely wife. Which is nice. It plays yeah. our theme song. Okay. And other things like applause. See? So it sounds Ooh. like we're filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah. Look at them all. <laughs> This is the demo computer. So this is the computer that's hooked up to the black tower that I showed you earlier. And then this is the monitor that shows the Wirecast Pro here. So this is where Robbie does... Oh, this is very cool. (laughs) Robbie does all of the work. Very strange. (laughs) So that's for live camera switching. Mm Mm-hmm. We have our super cool mixer. How are you doing for cable here? I might be. Right. Oh, no, I'm good. There we I'm go. good. I'm good on cable. Kicking it with my feet. Super cool mixer, which we showed two weeks ago. The last time I was here, so three weeks ago now. Um, so this is the, the piece that makes it all work. Our, one of our cool Category 5 stickers, which you can get at the shop. And all of the dials. Here is our cat phone which we have through Ethernet, so no phone bills. Um, and other various clutter and wires. If there's ever a power outage during the show, we won't go down. We have a lot of battery backup. We have super cool um, headphones that I had not seen before. These are very, like, P. Diddy sort of deal. Thermal take all the way. Yes. All right. And a plethora of pens. 
Wowzers. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we go through them. Don't know how, how it happens. Let's see. What else is there here? Is there anything, Sasha, that, you, you know, you, you work here as a volunteer and, and you're on the show, um, you know, every, what, five weeks or so? Yeah. So is there anything that, that you think is really exciting or fun here in the studio or interesting? The most interesting is how incredibly small the studio is. Yeah, really. Because I don't know if you even get a really good camera angle of like really it's maybe three feet between the desk and the back wall there you go there's our walking space right so this is why we can't get a real nice fuzzy background because we're just too close to the background right so when we did the halloween special where it looked like we were in this big spacious um what was it the starship enterprise the enterprise right and we looked like we were miles apart we were actually like inches apart yeah. Which was incredible. So it's just really like a really intimate small space that ends up looking so big. And I mean, if you just from our from my view looking out, right, there's just there's a lot visually going on. And then when I watch the episode back of myself, I'm like, oh, it doesn't look half as cluttered as I feel because <laughs> <laughs> my pages are usually like this and i have two glasses here and you know yeah i never ever am able to um type back on the chat room because all of the pages are covering my keyboard at all times (laughs) which i'm sure is i'm sorry rob goran jot and everybody who's been so active (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's probably the most interesting thing for me and the brick wall which looks really, really real until you're up close, and then it looks like fabric, <laughs> like a piece of cloth. How about you, Robbie? For me, yeah. I think that it's really cool that we're able to do so much with so little, and I think it has to do with the space that we have. And it looks like a lot of gear because we're in our seventh year, and sometimes people look at this and this, and they say, whoa, you guys have got a lot of gear and a lot of cool stuff. But really, when it comes down to it, like over the course of seven years, we've just kind of, you know, built up stuff like this is just an old computer monitor running on here. This is an old computer monitor that was actually broken that we were able to salvage. And, you know, so it's it's a lot with a little, I think. And sponsors have really helped us to to do what we're doing. So and all from a consumer camera in the basement of my home, which is incredible. Just absolute. It's amazing that it, it can be done week by week, in every week. Just and obviously, viewers from all over the world, we appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, it happens from right here. And Ravi, you've done an awesome job here. Well, thanks. And a really great job sweeping. Oh wait, <laughs> that, huh, that was, was the n- robot. That was not you. <laughs> but I do appreciate him. Let me give him a name. That's it, folks. If there's, right. anything, if there's anything that you would like to see here in the studio, you let us know. But I think we've kind of shown you everything. And uh, there you have it. This is the Category 5 studio as of February 2014. Thanks for joining us. Here we are. It's episode number 3. 
34 of Category 5 Technology TV. Thanks to uh, Sasha for helping us out with that. Uh, it is so nice having you here. I saw a couple of uh, new faces in our chat room. Want to give shouts out to Dave Maydu's friend Shane. Uh, they've been friends for a good long time and is joining us tonight. Nice to see you. Great to have you here. Uh, it is that time, folks. Before we get into your questions, let's tackle the news. Dyson is uh, the engineering company best known for its bagless vacuum cleaners. They're in- investing five million pounds in a robotic lab. A robotics lab, not a robotic lab. That would be awesome. I could just see it moving around town. Uh, they've, they're buying a robotics lab at uh, Imperial College in London. The research will focus on vision systems that can help robots understand and adapt to the world around them, the company said. Dyson has been working on robotics with Imperial's professor Andrew Davidson since about uh, 2005, and he's going to actually run the new lab. The research will cover domestic robots as well as robotic vacuum cleaners, of course. Sir James Dyson said, My generation believed the world would be overrun by robots by 2014. Here we are, right? He goes on to say, We now have the mechanical and electronic capabilities, but robots still lack understanding, seeing and thinking in the way we do. That's his quote. Oh, in the way we do. Might want to put the emphasis in the right spot. Seeing and thinking in the way we do. Thank you, sir. Okay, he goes on and says, Mastering this will make our lives easier and lead to previously unthinkable technologies. I had this discussion with uh, with a friend just, I think, Monday, just last night, saying how, you know, he said to me, Have you seen the Terminator movies? I was like, oh, sorry to say this, bro, but uh, I was 11. But, uh, yeah, I've seen them. And that's the whole, you know, where, where, when do robots become self-aware? And that's specifically what, you know, they're basically hoping that they can make robots think for themselves. Could be frightening. Right now it's enterprising and exciting, but could be frightening. Sony! is to sell its personal computer unit and cut 5,000 jobs as a part of their plan to reverse heavy losses. The company will also split its TV division into a separate subsidiary as part of its restructuring program. The moves were announced as Sony forecast a net loss of 110 billion yen. For those of you who don't know what a yen is, uh, we're talking like 1.08 billion U.S. dollars, a.k.a. 665 million pounds. It's a lot of cash. That's how much they lost for the financial year ending at the end of March. They had to revisit their previous projection of a 30 billion yen profit. So how can you go from saying that we're going to make 30 billion yen to actually losing 110 billion yen. That's the kind of thing that businesses don't want to do. <clears throat> the TV and PC units, the, those divisions of the company Sony, uh, have been a big drag on its earnings in recent years. Last month, ratings agency Moody's 
cited concerns over the two divisions as a key reason behind its move to cut the Japanese firm's credit rating to junk status. Direct quote. Junk status. That's what they've got for their credit rating. That's a bad thing. So what's caused Sony to... to go so downhill from, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Sony was such a well-respected electronics manufacturer. Is it that they're overpriced, or is it because they held on to that for too long? I think sometimes big companies that are doing really, really well, you know, when when it was cool to be Panasonic or Sony, uh, suddenly find themselves amid huge amounts of competition, and instead of adapting, instead of creating and innovating... They become followers and you know develop products that are not as good, but they're costing more. So who buys them? Tell you what, wasn't me. Okay, from the North Korea files, which we had to go through a lot of hoops to get these ones. Anyways, North Korea has upgraded their operating system that they use in their country. It bears a striking resemblance to none other than Mac OS X. Red Star OS, pardon me, <clears throat> Red Star OS, it's the country's homegrown Linux-based software. Uh, it's installed on computers found mostly in libraries and schools. It previously had a look that closely mimicked Microsoft Windows, uh, but screenshots here uh, that you can see there on your screen were obtained by American computer scientist Will Scott and published on the North Korean tech blog. Uh, and we have links in our uh, in our newsroom website, newsroom.category5.tv. Despite living in a country very much shut off from the outside world, many people in North Korea do have access to technology, including mobile phones. However, devices are heavily restricted. Internet access, for instance, is locked down, with most users able to visit only a handful of sites, mostly serving up state-sponsored news. If you're in North Korea and you're watching this, Please pop us an email, say hello. I know at map.cat5.tv we, uh, we, we never see any blips from North Korea, and that's you know obviously the reason. Okay. Google has promised to make significant changes to how rivals appear in search results in an attempt to avoid a multi-billion euro fine. The European Union's com- competition commissioner said that the latest char- ch- uh, the latest changes should be sufficient to end a three-year investigation into the search company. Google has been accused of giving favorable treatment to its own products in search results. Duh! The company said it looked forward to resolving the matter. Okay, I work in a computer shop. And Google, to be fair, is a huge company, and I know that there are concerns over monopolization of the industry. Sure. But I work in a computer shop, just a little computer shop. Somebody walks in and asks me for a computer. I don't send them to the big box store down the road. Or at the very least, I show them what I've got. They came to me. They're standing in my store. Or, to fulfill the analogy, they have come to my search engine... So why is it wrong for me to first say, oh, yeah, I've got this computer in stock. I've got that one. I've got this one. Check this out. It's their option to say, well, I'm not keen on that one. Your price is too high on that one, so I'm going to go down the road. That's their prerogative. Google has never said you can't go to other websites. You can't use Bing. 
I was on Bing, and they didn't even have Google Maps. They had Bing Maps. Monopoly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, you may think that Canada is number one at the Olympics this week simply on account of our performance. But here's another reason that Canada is number one at the Olympics. Don't get me wrong, Canadians are very proud of our Olympic athletes, but we are also proud of something else. Something very patriotic. Something that is a part of our heritage. Something colder than our frigid winters. Located in our Olympic house in the Athletes' Village, Canada's beer fridge gives out free beer. But only to Canadians. The ingenious fridge scans the user's passport, and if it's a Canadian passport, it opens up to dispense free beer to the presumably Canadian user. I hear what they've been doing is scanning one passport and then leaving the door open, but that's neither here nor there. Here's some irony for you. If the fridge were to be placed anywhere in Canada, everyone who used it would be arrested for drinking in public. How's that for irony? That's it from the newsroom. Get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The Category 5 Technology TV newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash, and uh, there are contributions from our community of viewers. If you've got a story that you'd like to submit, you think it's worthy of on-air mention, make sure you email us, newsroom at category5.tv. For the Category5.tv newsroom, I am Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to our newly registered viewers tonight. Hey, uh, get onto our website, category5.tv. I want to say greets to Spencer Q86, 4D Studios. Great to see you. FBTV Gunner Sweden. Yeah. You heard me. Hello. Welcome. Also, Teodoro Parkinso. Nice to have you joining us at Category5.tv, and welcome to the community. Daniela QQFS, nice to see you. And Ken Smith 67 fantastic having you as a part of the Category 5 TV community as well. Also want to give uh, big shouts out and a greets to PC Careman, who is joining us for the first time live tonight from Northern Ireland um, after finding us recently on YouTube. So welcome to you as well. Make sure you get onto our website. It's www.category5.tv. I'll put it up on your screen for you. There you go. Visit that website and make sure you register. That will allow you to qualify for contests so that you can win free stuff. And also just to feel like you're more a part of this amazing community. It really is a cool community that we uh, have here at Category 5. You know if you're in the chat room that uh, everybody's just a, a lot of fun. And just overall, you know, great spirit of community here at Category 5. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for joining us tonight and being a part of it. I've got your questions. And... Uh, Let's get on over there. Chat room, you know it's just me tonight. I'm going to do my absolute best to keep kind of one eye on email, one eye on uh, the chat room. I've got, I saw a couple emails coming in there. Um, feel free to private message me if you feel like you're not being heard. Um, you can do that in our chat room simply by double-clicking on Robbie F., uh, and that will bring up a window directly to me. Super nice to have you all here. Okay, I've got one here from Paul Paulo Cereo. All right. Sparkling water. 
with mandarins. Yum. Okay. In my last email, Paulo says, I've asked how to overcome the UEFI issue with an OEM Windows 8 pre-installed to use the dual boot. With your answers and tips you have provided during the show, thank you for that, I could, manage, I could manage to install Ubuntu alongside of Windows 8.1, but now I think that in the next kernel version, all of these problems will become a part of the past. The new kernel 3.14 will be available uh, to cheat the secure boot with the k-exec call. Uh, please see this link for more information. He's put it there, a link to Pharynx, and also one on Wikipedia with k-exec. I'll put those in the show notes for episode number 334 for you, which you'll find on our website, category5.tv. Sorry, that's the sparkling water. See, that's a bad idea, Robbie. Okay. Paulo goes on to say, I hope that this will help for all of your viewers and your community. Best regards from Paulo, and thank you very much also for the awesome vinyl sticker. Hey, Paulo, you're very, very welcome. Thank you for supporting Category 5. Uh, please, Paulo, get over to our store, shop.category5.tv, and send us a quick review so that we know uh, what you think of those stickers. You can rate it out of 5 and let other people know what you think. Glad to hear that there are some improvements coming that are going to make it easier for UF- UEFI-cursed individuals who have a laptop that is having trouble getting Linux on it, but we're going to see that changing pretty quickly as technology progresses. Thank you for your email. Okay, Roy W. Nash, great to have you joining us tonight. And uh, I've got your email here saying, uh, as a follow-up to the brief Q4OS review that you did on the show just recently, I looked for more information about this distro and I came across this. I've downloaded and tried the XPQ4 application and it is quite interesting. It really makes Q4OS look like XP. And it looks as though there will be facility to make it look like all Microsoft desktop environments. Interesting. I've contacted the Q4 OS developers with bug reports and suggestions, and they do respond via email. So it may be one to watch out for as it develops, especially as it will run on a P300 megahertz, uh, Pentium 300 megahertz with 128 gigabyte hard drive and three gigabytes of RAM. Let's take a look at this XP Q4 as provided by Roy W. Nash. Here we go. So I'm going to post links for you, but there it is. QPQ, or pardon me, XPQ4.sourceforge.net. So check out the screenshots. Um, if you are a Windows XP user, you got to know Windows XP is done. You think that's Windows XP? No, that's Linux. But it looks very, very similar. So what these people have set out to do is they've said, okay, here's a need. We've got millions of people using Windows XP, which is, you cannot do that anymore. April 8th is the cutoff for Windows XP. Look at your computer. If you've got a little green start menu uh, button at the bottom left, or if when you boot up, you see the Windows XP logo, or you have a Windows XP screensaver in your system, or if you right-click on my computer and go properties, and it says Windows XP anywhere in there, you know that you have to get that system replaced. (laughs) Ha ha, isn't that fun? But what if you don't want to have to buy a new computer? You got a computer five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. It's still got pretty decent specs, but do you really? it's not going to run Windows 7 or Windows 8, so do you really want to go out and have to buy a brand new computer? There are advantages to that, like getting a new warranty and getting better hardware, but if your old computer, you feel like it's still good, maybe the alternative, because you can't get Windows 7 or Windows 8 on there, is to switch platforms and say hello to Linux. 
uh, because it is fantastic. And now with this, XPQ, uh, xpq4.sourceforge.net, it takes Linux and it makes it look and feel and operate strikingly like Windows XP. If I put that on my system, I'll, I'll bet you you wouldn't even you probably wouldn't even guess that that's Linux. You might notice the K clipboard in the bottom right. I doubt it. Doesn't that look like XP, folks? Look at that. Fantastic tip, Roy W. Nash. Thank you so much for the email. And for those of you, if you're in that boat, if you are on XP and you're lost and you're wondering, what am I going to do? Can't, maybe you can't afford to buy a new computer or maybe you just think it's stupid to have your hand forced like that and have to buy a new computer. Pop me an email, live at category5.tv. Give me a call, 2545-CAT5-TV. And we'll, we'll do our best to help you. We'll do it on air. I'll, whatever, I'll help you out. I'll remote in with TeamViewer and we'll see what we can do. Um, or I can just point you in the right direction and do our best here at Category 5 to try to help you. I'm going to post those links in the show notes for episode number 334. When I say that I'm posting things in the show notes, uh, what that means is you can go to category5.tv and just go to the page for that particular episode. So I'll show you how this works. Presently, during this live broadcast, I'm actually in the middle of season seven. So for now, I go to season seven, and you can see that there are all the episodes. And the first thing that it says, other than the, the title of the episode, is it says episode 330 episode 329. They're all in order, so it's really, really easy. You don't have to worry about finding it. So when I say go to the show notes, it means go there and click on notes, and it will take you in. And when you're there, look at what you get. You get the video. There it is. Okay. I'll just pause that there. You get the video. You get the chat logs if you want to read over what was said during the episode. That's cool but also you get the show notes and the show notes allow you not only to click the links that are pertain you know that are mentioned during that show so any of the links that we mention they're all here but also you can you can actually if you want to send a link to a friend and let's say I answer your question or whatever you can click the play button right next to your question and it will start at your question so when i click that it will actually start the video again but it will start it halfway through the show and started at that specific point. So now, if I copy the link that's in my address bar, notice it has the timestamp in there. If I copy and paste that into my blog, if I paste it into uh, a Facebook post or an email to somebody, let's say I've answered a question for your mom or dad or family member or friend or whatever, you can send them a link and it will actually start the video right at that particular point. So we do our best to make sure that it's accessible and easy to access, easy to get what you're looking for on category5.tv. I hope that it works really, really well for you. Uh, let us know if, uh, if you have any trouble and we're here to help. Live at category5.tv is a fail-safe email address. Go straight to us. Just checking over the chat room. Shane, I'm not sure uh, what, uh, what Windows storage space is. I'm not familiar with that one. I'm sorry. So I don't have an answer for you because I'm not familiar with it. <clears throat> Albuquerque Turkey says, hey, here's an excellent cartoon about password entropy. Let's bring it up. Uh, again, I'll post a link for you in the show notes. Episode 334. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is the classic 
password entropy example. So click on this. You're going to learn all about entropy through this. We've been for years. We've been told, and, and I'm familiar with this cartoon. Um, it's pretty famous. Uh, we've been told to use these crazy, crazy passwords, but they're actually really, really easy for computers to guess. They're hard for humans to remember, though. Figure that one out. So somebody comes into me and they say, okay, well, I said you need to change your Gmail password. It's a really unsafe password. You need to change it. And they say, okay, well, i got to make this crazy random thing. How am I ever going to remember that? I said, no, you don't need to make a random thing. This cartoon actually explains it. Uh, and I'll post a link, like I say, in, in the show notes. I'll post it into the chat room as well for you. But um, basically, you... And this, this cartoon doesn't touch on it, but it does say use random words. Correct horse battery staple. Four random words makes it extremely difficult for a computer to figure out. It is extremely difficult, if not impossible, for a human to figure out who doesn't know. Now, I'm going to take it one step further than this cartoon and say the way that I do my passwords is that I create a formula in my head. So when I remember passwords, I do not have to remember the password itself. Instead, I remember the things that control the algorithm that creates my password in my head. So for example, with their example, correct horse battery staple, my formula may be right or wrong, animal you ride, eco-alkalines, ouch, correct, right or wrong, animal you ride, horse, battery was eco-alkalines, and ouch, staple, Ugh. they hurt if you put them through your finger. So I create a formula, that becomes my way of creating passwords, so then it doesn't matter what, I can make this crazy long password, and because I remember the formula, I can, I can have different passwords everywhere, and it's just, that's how I do it, and I think that's a good way to do it, so that's called a password recipe. So I'm going to post the link for that in the in the uh, chat room right now for you. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Jot beat me to it. Of course. Thanks for that. And thank you to Albuquerque Turkey for sending that in. Says, uh, by the way, it's Weissawig. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy the show. Albuquerque, Albuquerque Turkey. Okay, here's an email. Looking at the time, we've got about 14 minutes left. Keep your questions coming, folks. We appreciate it. And I will do my best to get you an answer. All right. Just a quick note to say how much I enjoy the, the program when I'm at home. But I have to say that once the mobile site went up, I have nothing but trouble logging on with my iPhone. I had hoped your mobile site would let me stream the live show since our network operations center has you blacklisted, not you personally, just streaming video in general unless approved by the NOC, and I don't think that they are going to do that for me. Okay. Oh, this is OAE Systems Tech. I never know how to say your name. Okay, first of all, I wonder, okay, if they're blocking you, here's our mobile site, right? I showed you this a little bit earlier. Uh, watch live. I'm live right now. So it's actually YouTube that's going to come up here, and it should work just fine. But if, you're, uh, if your company is blocking YouTube, right, then it's obviously not going to work. See, there you go. I'm actually live right now. I've turned it down just so that it's not crazy and trippy. Uh, we've also got Listen Live. But again, those are... the Well, Listen Live should work. But YouTube, if they block YouTube, guess what? You're stuck, right? This is an i iPod Touch 
fourth gen. So this is exactly the same as your iPhone. So that's okay. Let me go to our website. I'm curious now. You've got me wondering because we also have an alternative way to watch, which is our VLC feed is what we call it. Really, it's just a streaming video feed. Let me see. I I have no idea if iOS supports this. When we're live, on the left-hand side of the page, you'll see Watch Live, and one of the options is Open with VLC. So I'm going to click on that, which is rather difficult with the iPhone. There we go. Let's, Let's hope that... Because that would be a great alternative because that's self-hosted here uh, through some of our friends at Siglacero. So, if all goes well, this is the VLC feed. Come on, iOS. iOS is a whole other can of worms, isn't it? Because they're (laughs) typical. Typical. 20% battery life. It says that as soon as I unplug it. Good old iOS. It looks like it's buffering, but it doesn't look like it's playing, does it? So can you get YouTube unblocked? That's going to be the thing. It's not our mobile site. It's not a problem with that. It's that if your company is blocking YouTube, and it doesn't look like this is coming up, but I'm going to just set this down rather than closing it. And if it starts to play, I'll tell you, but it's taking... It looks like it's buffering 30 seconds, so it's possible it might start after another 20 seconds or so. We'll see. I'll kind of set that up there. How do you like that? But thank you for the comment. Uh, I think, you know, in any situation, your company blocks sites that they don't want you to go to, YouTube for one. So it's kind of a, you know, it's not our fault. It's not our server's fault. It's unfortunately your company is restricting your access. So maybe you can request that they open it up for you for an hour every Tuesday night. I don't know. Uh, But good luck with that. Hope that, uh, hope that we can figure something out for you because we'd love to have you watching live. In the meantime, of course, we make everything available for you on demand on our website, category5.tv. And incidentally, very excited that we're working our way back in time. Uh, We've got all the way back to Season 3, so all the way from Season 3 to Season 7 is available on demand on our website. Season 2 is about halfway done, and uh, that will be going up probably in the next few weeks, and then season one will be following, so eventually we'll have access to every single episode that I personally have on hand, so that's pretty exciting stuff. So, uh, okay, so it just goes on to say, you know, do I uh, foresee in the near future getting the iPhone, iPad to be able to log in and stream? You can, as I showed you with the mobile website, m.cat5.tv, but not if YouTube is blocked. So that's all. So the the features are there. You just got to have them unblocked. So good luck. That comes to us from uh, from Jay. Thank you so much. It hasn't loaded, Jay, just so you know. It doesn't look like it's really doing anything. Sorry, dude. So YouTube it is. <clears throat> all right, next question here. Akil Ifil from Barbados. Nice to have somebody joining us uh, from Barbados. We had a, a viewer from Barbados who actually brought me some of your hot sauce, and I love it. It's become my absolute favorite hot sauce. I put it on everything. Everything that's white sauce, anything with tuna, ends up having Barbados hot sauce on it. I'm setting up an online broadcast studio very similar to your setup. I've seen you listed some of your equipment to use on the Wirecast website in the customer story section, I believe. 
The audio equipment that you have is fairly old, circa 2007 to 2010. So can you recommend a recent update to the equipment if necessary? Do I need both the BBE Sonic Maximizer Exciter and the Ultramizer Pro Compressor? I can't find these anywhere, he says. I may need your assistance in setting up everything properly. Please get back to me. Okay, here's the thing. Akil, yeah, we started this show back in 07, so we started accumulating our hardware then. Now, the BBE Sonic Maximizer, I was just blessed to walk into a secondhand store, like uh, whatever, a thrift, not a thrift shop, um, like a, a hawk shop, a pawn shop. And they happened to have a BBE Sonic Maximizer in stock that somebody had traded in, and it was 99 bucks, and I bought it for my band back then because we were, uh, my wife and I were tra- uh, touring around uh, as a band. So that was part of our band rig. So fantastic. It works great for Category 5. Uh, the Ultramizer we specifically bought for Category 5 back in probably around 09, I think, was when we got that. Um, so yeah, you're right. These are now discontinued, right? Well, sort of. Because when I say get a BBE Sonic Maximizer or an Exciter, and you'll notice that uh, when Sasha was here and we did a review, or uh, kind of looked at our audio rack, and I'm just going to pull up the episode was uh, episode number 332. And in that episode, we looked at our audio rack, and I, and I gave you some keyword tips. I said, search for compressor, search for exciter, search for gate, right? Because what I'm saying is, doesn't have to be an Ultramizer Pro to be a good limiter gate compressor. It's just got to do the same kind of stuff. So even though this particular model that I have in my rack is not available. Well, guess what? There are newer versions that uh, are available on the cheap for you. Shop.category5.tv. It's our merch store. You think, well, why are you taking me here? Do I need to buy a t-shirt for you to answer the question? The the answer is yes. Please buy a t-shirt. They're awesome. (sighs) But no. If you scroll down, okay, there, there it is. Okay, I actually created a, uh, a category for you called Studio Gear. And what I did is I put two units in here for you because I know this is a question that I get. Well, okay, well, I can't find an Ultramizer Pro, so what do I get? You get the Behringer MDX 1600 compressor limiter. It's 120 bucks. Brilliant. So this is the next generation from the Ultramizer Pro. This is the gate limiter and uh, compressor absolutely 100% critical to any audio video rig. You have to have audio compression limiting. It's got to sound good, right? The Sonic Maximizer in our rig then takes that feed that comes from the Ultramizer Pro or this particular unit would do just fine and shimmers it up, makes it sound fuller, makes it sound brilliant. But they don't have to be the same brand. They don't have to be the exact same thing. So here's one for you. And then uh, instead of the BBE Sonic Maximizer, I've given you the Sonic Ultramizer from Behringer, the SU-9920, and it's only 88 bucks. So this is the same thing as my BBE Sonic Maximizer. It's just an alternative brand. So you can buy those directly through that uh, shop.category5.tv or even just read more information about them. And we actually get a... (coughs) Pardon me. We get a small kickback when you purchase those, so we appreciate that. Uh, if you do end up buying them, please do them through our store. You're, you're going to get a good deal, but it also kicks back a little bit to us. But all that to say, 
there are alternatives to the way I do, to the hardware specifically that I use, but they're the same thing. They do the same thing. It's like if I say um, iPod Touch when I was demonstrating for an iPhone, it's the same thing. It does the same thing. It's got the same OS in this case. Those are doing the same thing. So you don't need exactly the same. Go to shop.category5.tv, visit the studio gear section, and I'll continually grow that. And uh, eventually I want to put that into a blog as well. So uh, Akil, thank you very much for the email. I hope that that helps. Those are going to push you in the right direction if you get that, that gear. Uh, and I've also given you a little bit of information there in the shop to tell you what each of those devices do. Nice to see you, chat room. <coughs> Pardon me, eyes are on you. Good to see everybody. Fin du monde. Sounds Francais. Nice to see ya. Another question here. This comes to us from CC, uh, CCSD Guru. Oh, not so much a question, but a comment. I'm going to read it just as CCSD Guru would read it. I am so excited to have won the password box subscription. I have been paying for LastPass, which was a great product, but have now switched to Password Box. I will let you know how things are going. So far, so good. Thanks, Cat5 from CCSD Guru. Of course, our winner in the contest at cat5.tv slash password, which I recommend that you check out. Go there. Take a look. I feel crazy tonight. Probably think I'm crazy. It's weird being here all alone. It's so quiet. I know you're there, but uh, I can hear the servers. Here's one from Joe Pims. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. I got two cameras and two USB 3.0 cards. When I open up Wirecast, I see my main camera, but not my other camera. What's the deal with that? What kind of USB cameras are they? Some cameras don't, the drivers don't allow you to have more than one because it confuses the driver. The driver's built for one camera. So depending on the model, it may not be supported to have multiple, com multiple uh, cameras. Let us know. Our um, Microsoft LifeCam Studio cameras, they do okay if you have multiple ones plugged in, the drivers support it and they uh, are uh, Wirecast is able to pick them up as three different cameras. Uh, and that's, let's see here, this camera here, that's a Microsoft LifeCam Studio 1080p. And uh, so with three of those connected, works just fine. But you got to have the individual buses to do it. So depending on what kind of camera you are, I think the drivers may not support it. LifeCam does. Let us know. Pal62565 says, I've, I, I have always been a Windows user. I've been wanting to learn Linux. How should I start? I would like to know how to install it and would like to use the GUI that you use on air. That's Point Linux. I know nothing about how to use it and I would like to learn. Please help. This comes to us from Pals62565. Pals, this show 
is more than a show. This is a community, and I love that you have contacted us. Thank you so much, because I feel like this is a good place for you to be, because it's not just me. It's not just our co-hosts. It's the whole community of people that are viewers, uh, people who are involved in the show, people who love the show. Uh, so get into the chat room, Category 5 on Freenode, or just uh, if you don't have an IRC application, you can get onto our website, Category5.tv, click on Interact and go into the chat room. And get to know the people that are there, and they'll certainly be willing, and myself included, to help you learn to use uh, and to migrate to Linux. It's a, it's a really frightening yet exciting uh, experience to make that change because we live in a world where we're so conditioned to have our freedom locked down, and you really don't realize that until you break away from proprietary software and get into a Linux distribution that you actually love. So think that you love your operating system, like you really genuinely um, just feel like a part of your operating system, I guess you would say, and, and can communicate with the people who develop it, and it's such a unique opportunity that you've never had before and and not just that it's fantastic software get onto our website category5.tv we have a plethora of just huge amounts of various information on category5.tv 334 hours of the stuff do a quick search on our website at category5.tv type in point linux that brings you to our search engine, and you'll see that there is a ton of information about Point Linux. That's the one that you're looking for. And in particular, um, let's see. You know what? There, there are episodes. It looks like there, there at this very moment, there may be a problem with the search engine, so I'm going to actually take a look at that after the show. But in the meantime, let's see. Point Linux... I'm going to find the episode for you. Sorry, I didn't intend to have search down tonight. You know what? I will find it for you. And unless anyone has it for me and they can pop it into the chat room, um, I will find that episode for you. Point Linux is fantastic. Point Linux org check it out and uh, we have taken a real in-depth look at it and uh, and actually installed it right here on the show so I want to find that episode for you and get you um, that information so I'll pop you a quick email so thank you very much for the question thank you everybody and uh, it's been fun having you here tonight I look forward to next week when tally talks tech we're gonna be following up to a feature from 233 weeks ago as we demonstrate how to create a true type font from our own handwriting. Uh, or your children's at that. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Don't forget to cast your ballots. Uh, you send me an email live at category5.tv with the subject I want Wirecast and your registered category5.tv username uh, in the message body, and you will uh, your ballot will be cast for our Wirecast 5 Pro Draw. You wonder, well, what good is that? I'm not a broadcaster. Well, hey, are you involved with any groups? Maybe a church that would love to be able to broadcast their services. Win it for them. Maybe your company would like to be able to broadcast stuff from the office, from the boardroom, to customers in Europe. 
perfect. Wirecast will do that for you. So make sure you cast that ballot, and I will see you next week. Don't miss the show. Look forward to talking to you this week in the chat as well. See ya. Have a great one. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. It's episode 290. Thanks, Chot. Get to 290. That's the one that talks about Point Linux. See ya.